Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the 500 Level Podcast. We're here recording on one and a half hours before the trade deadline and big shit has gone down. I'm Misha, here with me is Hudson. Hudson, how yeah, you doing? This is, I'm good. This is a big day. This is a, a perhaps perfect day to start. We got the Jays coming home tonight. I will be attending the game, very excited, and the trade deadline. So a lot to discuss. Jays already in the news. The big trade today, we've already kind of discussed our thoughts uh off air but yeah so jose barrios coming to town big price though so what are your thoughts on what we have to give up here misha i don't know uh my opinion on it's kind of changed over the past hour hour and a bit since it's happened at first i liked it until i saw the prospect package and then i really didn't like it and now i've kind of thought about it and it's come around to me uh well we're giving up martin and woods richardson woods richardson's basically just Strowman, so. I'm okay with giving him up. That wasn't really a big issue with me. I feel like Martin and us giving up Martin was more of not being able to capitalize on him more than like me being yeah. angry about letting go of him. Yeah, I, re- I really like him. I'm, I'm not opposed to trading him at all. I just wish, you know, seeing the other guys that were traded, like Scherzer and Turner, that was... I mean, that's a guy, that's a package I feel like would have been preferred rather than just Barrios. I feel like Martin could have been used as a trade chip in a yeah. better way. Like, I, I like Barrios. He's, he's going to be a good pitcher, but are we sure he's the guy we want to be splurging on with our top prospects? Like, I feel like there could have been more selective with who they traded him with. Like, I, I again, I'm not against trading Martin. I, I think he's going to be great, but um, I would have been in favor of using him as a trade chip. I just do not think Barrios is the guy to spend all that, but clearly the front office sees it that way. And we'll see how it goes because they they're obviously much more involved in this than we are. But I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit skeptical of, of giving up that much for Barrios as of now. Yeah, uh, I honestly think this trade would have been better if you managed to get like Rogers in there. That would have been a lot better than just Barrios, in my opinion. But looking at Martin's peripherals, honestly, I'm kind of coming around to the trade a bit more. Even though he has been injured this year, he has not hit for power whatsoever. There have been doubts yeah. about his swing. And his on-base is really boosted by hit-by-pitches this year. I think he's been hit-by-pitches like four, 14 times this season. So you're giving up two really raw prospects here. Woods Richardson just turned, what, 20, and he's having a really down year. I think you're yeah. selling low on both of them. <laughs> which yeah. I do think is kind of a mismanagement. But honestly, I think Burrios can help us out. And looking at what the trade market's like for uh, starters and relievers, I, the Scherzer thing, he's a rental is the thing. Burrios yeah. has another year on his contract. But we, but, we didn't, but we didn't get – they got Trey Turner, who's also like one of the best hitters in – but yeah, no one else. Like yeah, that's the, that deal. I mean, that deal's but, not done either. That's but like, yeah, the hitters, the hitters market has been different though. I swear, hitters have gone for fucking nothing so far this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turner, was, Turner was basically a throw-in in that deal if you count. It's basically they paid for shares where we paid for Woods Richardson. So I don't think Turner was that much more. Rizzo went for nothing. Gallo went for nothing. Also, recently, like ten, like ten minutes ago, the White Sox just got Kimbrel, and that was a deal where they actually um appeared to they have to pay a bit so it was a kind of a, an overpay as well so that made they made me feel a bit better because at least they had to 
kind of pay up for that because it, it seemed like when we got Barrios, we were the only team that really what, had to trade. What anything. did they get for Kimbrel? I have Twitter open right now. There, uh, there was a report. I think it ended up being just Jeff Passon said Nick Madrigal and reliever Cody Hewer. I don't know if that's how you say it. And then there was a report that they got Garrett Crochet, but I don't think that's true because he didn't tweet that. But yeah, I don't know why they trade him. He's a, I don't know what kind of year he's having, but he's a stud. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Kim, Kimbrel also, and Hendricks. <laughs> yeah. Also with Martin, our, our infield, like it's going to be tough if he were to stay, if we kept him and just developed him. You, you, I'm obviously happy to find a spot for a guy like that, but yeah. like infield is is a spot. Like, really, we have other guys. We have other guys yeah. who can take that spot. The amount of prospects that we have, like in the middle infield, and it feels like Kevin Smith. He's been around forever, and he's like 40 years old, but no, he's like 22 or 23, and yeah. he's hitting really well in AAA. Honestly, he was one of those where I was kind of scared of letting go of him because he kind of had a renaissance, if you call it that, and at age 23. Yeah. But yeah, and then Aravis Martinez has been a stud. It's uh, I think the Jays did give up two of their most unrefined top prospects in Woods Richardson yeah. and Martin. Oh, and twins at, are now listening on Kenta Maeda. That's going down. Yeah, we're gonna just, trade our entire entire prospect package for him too. Yeah, I get Buxton too. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm looking at so we have Barrios. He's under control for next year too. So. You're looking at our rotation next year, it could. I mean, if we were if we were able to re-sign Robbie Ray, we pretty solid rotation going into next year, and and for yeah. that matter, the end of this year with Ryu here, hopefully. And then considering Manoa there. comes back healthy and he's good, that's yeah. that's one through four that you've got if you do pretty re-sign good. Ray. Which yeah, again, the way you look at this, it's not a one-year deal. It's your yeah. shooting for this year, and you save yourself trading for another ace number two type pitcher next year so i don't know there's a lot of negativity around it i don't i slowly shifted away from that but and all these yeah. Pro- yeah i i'm i was mad I, I was really like i always was kind of banking on martin i, I was just surprised that he was traded like i, I saw the the tweet yeah. that he was in and i was just very surprised but i mean it's really not that surprising because they do need pitching and i think you'd rather have pitching than hold on to these prospects because you do you do want to make a run at this like this year is not something you want to waste you're not going to get this flabby season every year you're not going to get uh marcus Semyon. who knows if he's even here next year you're not going to get him playing yeah. at this level you're not going to get robbie ray pitching at this level so you do have to take advantage of what they have right now so i like that they're they're not just waiting and, and hoarding all their prospects but i i am a bit concerned about giving up martin but it, i mean it, i like that they're being aggressive i like that they're kind of pushing their chips in the middle if that's the attitude we're, we're playing with I, I prefer that over just being extremely conservative and just waiting for you know the perfect moment you know yeah and even with that trade for baseball america i think we still have like six top 100 prospects left so it's not like we really cut yeah. from our prospect pool it was too you, you can't always hoard them and i i am a big big prospect hugger but yeah it, like that trade gets B minus from me. If we managed to get Taylor Rogers in that, which honestly I think they should have done that because you're getting a lot and he is injured. So I think his price would have been a bit lower, but if you managed to get Rogers in that trade, that would have been an A, but what happened happened. And uh, I don't yeah. think it's too bad. Yeah. I think it should also give the team a bit of a boost because they, I mean, they're not, 
as much as they've been kind of mediocre recently, they're still in this and they're coming home. They're going to have a little boost of energy. They're going to play in front of their own fans and they just got another pretty solid pitcher. So hopefully we can get some, some 2015 vibes and they just run, yeah. run off a win streak here. I'm getting to the playoffs. As long as we manage to get story in the next hour and 15 minutes. I mean, and on, honestly, I wouldn't be against trading for position players. It feels like that market's a lot softer than getting any sort of yeah. pitcher. Cause yeah, Kimbrell, yeah, Kimbrell, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Oh, I just refreshed. Uh, Cody Hewer and Nick Madrigal. I want to see yeah. what prospects they are. <laughs> we yeah, the 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 hitters market is definitely not as insane. There are people saying that the Rockies are dropping their their ask. And by the way, the Rockies. What, what yeah. are they doing? That's yeah. They, they all that's hilarious. Yeah. I was gonna forget oh. another another Rocky shortstop at the deadline. Yeah. What's the yeah, John Gray? They just like we're gonna trade him, and then he starts slandering the team, and they didn't want to trade him because they didn't want to look bad. And he's on a he's in a walk here. And that team's just a dumpster fire. But yeah, they're not they're gonna look bad no matter what. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, over Barrios, I think Herman Marquez was a better mark was better pitcher on the market. I don't know if the Rockies are open to trading him, but he's had a significantly yeah. better season. But Barrios, yeah, he's easy number two. He's a number one yeah. when he's at his best. Ryu, Barrios, Ray, that's a good one, two, three. If Ryu can keep it up this season. Yeah. Barrios, he's, he is, as much as I'm concerned, he is a stud and he's going to help us out a lot. I'm yeah. excited to watch him. He's supposed to, I think he'll pitch in the coming day because he was supposed to go, I believe, today. So, yeah. I think one of these next few games, he should be starting in Toronto, which will be a great moment because, yeah. I'm going to try to get tickets to that. <laughs> yeah. No. And, um, yeah, so hopefully he can come and just start making an impact. We can go on a little run here because we don't have much time left because they're they're four back of the wild card. And there's still two months. But they, they need to stop doing this thing where they win, like, one game and then lose two. And then, like, win. they need to just win, like, five in a row. Yeah. Times if they're going to have any chances because you can't, you can't make up games by doing that. You, like, if they can't. Well, that was 2015, <laughs> right? That's 2015. Yeah, I mean, they had two 11-game win streaks after the deadline. They, maybe not that, but they, they need something like that where they just don't lose for like a week if you're going to make up any ground. And this yeah. is the perfect time because they're playing the Royals, who they should beat. The Royals, the Royals are, are kind of hot right now, though, so I don't know. Well, <laughs> we should still be better. We should definitely win these. And then yeah. Cleveland, they should beat, too. Like, this is this is the chance to start something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, also uh, another thing about Barrios is he is – very healthy and misses no games. Uh, yeah. He's basically pitched full season since he debuted in 20, since like his first full season in 2017. He's had 145 innings. That was in 25 games and 192, 200 last year. It was an abbreviated yeah. season. So he had 63 started every game. And then this year again, start every game. So you're getting an innings leader on top of a guy who, has a whip of one this year, which isn't something the Jays have except for Robbie Ray. That's surprisingly. What I always like Stro- I always like Stroman because of that because whenever you, you could basically pencil him in for like 180 to 20, 200 innings every year, and like he would still be very good. Like that's what guy we need. We need a workhorse who can just go out there every five days and give us give us innings and give us quality. And by the way, while we're talking, we were just talking about the 
position player market, the Mets just got Javier Baez. So I'm interested to see what the what fuck. <laughs> that. Like, I go on Twitter every five minutes, there's a new guy traded. Oh my so God. We'll see, they, we'll see what they got for that because that could probably be a pretty good indicator of what the the Trevor story market is like. Yeah. Lindor and Baez. That's a crazy middle infield. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, man. This is, this is a crazy, this is a crazy day in baseball. Yeah. I think the Mets, Mets are going all in this year. Is Baez is a free agent at the end of the year. I think so is Story. Yeah. Story, yeah. I think Story is as well. Yeah. So again, I feel like the Story trade won't be like the too low trade because the too low yeah. trade was great in the moment and then it backfired but yeah so, for I, me like more so than us getting like the, the the cost for burritos i'm just more worried that the red Sox and yankees have acquired these guys over the last few days i got schwarber for the red Sox, who was just on like an absolute heater when he was well, healthy red, red Sox are scary we're not competing with the red Sox. we're not getting back in the division i've already given up on that hope I think the Yankees are still going to Yankee this year and they're not going to be good. I mean, I, I think, I think they're kind of like, I still think they're not a very well-run team. Like their manager clearly isn't fit, but they do have now judge Stan, Joey Gallo, Rizzo and LeBayhu and like all these other guys like that. Just the, Yeah. The but that doesn't matter when good. half of your team grounds into double plays and you can't pitch for shit. That's what's happened all season. I guess like they do have uh, lefties that can. It's short porch with Gallo and everything like that. And no, just, Gallo, Gallo especially is gonna rake there. He's just gonna like. I know he strikes out a lot, but if he ever when he connects, like that's gonna be yeah really tough. And I'm not looking forward to playing them. But just I know the run differential thing has been beaten into the ground, but like the Jays have a 97 like positive 97 run differential. The Yankees have a minus six. The Mariners, who are in front of the Jays in the wild card standings, have a minus fifty-seven <laughs> differential. So, if anything shows you like how good of a team the Jays are, and just how unfortunate the bullpen has been this year, it's yeah. that we really need. The Jays just cannot perform in like close games at the end. Like that, I, they just have for some reason they can never. Their bullpen has always been a big issue, and their hitters just seem to not hit well because at the end of games. Everyone's throwing their best relievers out there. We never tend to be able to mount any sort of comeback or put together good at-bats, which is a big problem. We keep losing these tight games. That, that yeah. can happen. Yeah, I remember seeing a thing that's like close and late. The Jays have, I think, statistically like 28th or 30th uh, lowest OPS in the league when yeah. the games are like within a run and it's late. And combined with an absolutely terrible bullpen, at least what it's been like for half the season, that just means that you blow leads and you can't come back. And then when you do win, you blow teams out because the offense is so good. But yeah, yeah, then you start winning against good teams. Uh, splitting a series with the Red Sox, sure, I'll take that. That wasn't. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That was better than I expected. Uh, going off how it started off here, but yeah, because the, the the Red Sox just like I don't know what it is. They just have this like voodoo energy where they just win these games somehow. Like it'll be late in the game and they just always get some crazy comeback with like they all, all these guys like Verdugo, Bogart, so all these guys end up getting huge hits. So I'm, I'm happy to get out of there with a yeah. split because I Fenway Park is just a house of horrors. They always seem to, to beat us there. Yeah. Although uh, here, uh, if, if Baez is traded, that means Bryant's probably on the market. I'd love to see that. That would be interesting. He's also yeah, in a lock here. Yeah. 
especially because, I mean, it doesn't seem like these guys are going for that much, these these hitters, as we were saying. But, yeah, him, I would like to see him, obviously, because third yeah. base is an issue. I do, I do not want to see Kevin Biggio there for that much longer, so I'll take I'll take Chris Bryant. What do you mean? Biggio's been decent-ish. He's, after yeah, after he's, a horrid start, he just can't throw the ball to first base. No, I, I do like Biggio as, like, a super utility guy. I just don't like him as an everyday third baseman because he can't really hit consistently and he can't throw across the diamond, which kind of a problem uh, for yeah. third base. <laughs> Honestly, if Semyon leaves, I'm totally fine with just sticking Biggio at second because I feel like he was very good at second base and then they just started messing with him and that's when yeah. the fall off kind of started. Like last year, yeah. he was one of the top 10 second basemen in the league and then they stuck him at third and he stopped being able to hit and I feel like that had an effect on him. Uh, speaking I mean, of Jay's playoff chances, the A's got Jan Gomes, also Josh Harrison from the Nats. And that's wow. four and a half games back. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the Cubs are just selling off their entire team right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Trevor Williams, too. Yeah. But yeah, it's that crazy Sox bullpen is crazy. Like that's that's all I want. It's all I want is one of them. <laughs> I don't know why we can't have a Hendricks. So we have to have Romano, who's been, I guess, good in the past two games, but the past month has just been giving up a run per outing. I don't know. It's a good strategy, but I don't know. I'm not really into like paying a premium for relief. Like you can find relievers for like next to nothing. I'm not sure it's really worth it to pay like premium dollar for like closers like the jays have found a lot of good relievers just from either like yeah. their own farm system or just sign like i don't know i you can you can piece together a bullpen without really like putting a lot of money you need to spend your money on like starting pitching and and like position players like i, I mean the white Sox clearly it's working for them but I don't, I don't know if that's the the prototype for winning usually yeah and i feel like we just got brad hand honestly like I'm that much of a prospect hugger when I saw Riley Adams going back and I was like, I don't know if I like that, but then he's never going to play with a team probably. And we have like yeah, he'll five, not, he'll catchers, never the five catchers in our 40 man. <laughs> so exactly. yeah. And Brad Hand's going to slot in as our closer, I guess, when she does yeah. that experience and he's been, he's been kind of bum lately, but hopefully change of scenery and stuff turns it around. And I like Romano more in an eighth inning, like high leverage type of role than coming in in the ninth always. Yeah. And then that... yeah, let's, let's let's go. So the trade deadline is about to end in an hour, but I'm I'm personally more excited because tonight we're gonna see a lot of these guys play the first game in Toronto. Think about like all of our, our entire roster. Like how many of these guys have played in Toronto? There was the year where Bichette, Vladdy, and Vigio came up, but that was like, you know, our team was not good. Like that those guys really weren't I mean Bichette was good, but Vladdy was not yeah, that was that uh, season. He, Still overweight pretty, body. Yeah, he was he was still not very good. Biggio, I, I consider him part of this course. So he was part of that, but for the most part, like these guys, like Springer, he signed to play in Toronto, has not played a game here. Semyon has not played a game here. Ryu has never played a game here. The list goes on. So I'm I'm so excited for all these guys. They're gonna be absolutely jacked up tonight because you know all of them want to go up there and like give the big moment for the for the fans because it, it's gonna be an emotional night. And for yeah. all these guys, it's just it's just so weird that they've never played a game in Toronto. I mean, that's that's changing tonight. 
Yeah, I would have loved to see that if uh, all the bots hadn't snatched up tickets on the Blue Jays website the second it went live and then jacked the prices up to like 150 bucks on SeatGeek or a StubHub or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I've already I've already seen the team play in Buffalo twice, which I, I guess not the same as the Rogers Center, but like I've seen this new team in person which I guess I can live with not going to the opener, but I do want to go this weekend. It's yeah, going to be interesting. I have not seen many of these guys live, so I'm, I'm very jacked up. Like, I, Springer, I think I might have seen him on the Astros once on the road, but, like, it's just it's just not the same tonight. They're going to be very excited. We do have Ross Stripling on the mound, which is a real bummer because of all the people to put on the mound. Like, there's a decent chance he just gives up, like, five runs in the first inning. and Against the, the Royals, though. And Chicken Strip's going to shove, don't worry. Like, he just needs to not give up, like, like, a shit ton of runs in the first inning to give us, like, a bit of hope. Um, like, yeah. If we lose, I won't, I won't be that demoralized, but we just need a few, at least a, a few innings where we're in it. So we're not in a Red Sox situation where we're down 6 nothing or whatever in the first inning. Yeah, I also can't wait to see just Vladdy go deep into the 500 level and like off off the facing of like the WestJet flight deck and stuff. That's going to be interesting because you don't really get that perspective in Buffalo where you do yeah. see like home runs fly out onto the highway. But then in yeah. reality, it's not as far as you think where in the Rogers Center it lands the 500 level. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Vladdy, so like I mentioned, how he, he wasn't really like, his first two seasons, he had not really put it together. I think he's only hit, I believe it's five home runs at the Rogers Center, which is just insane. He has 33 this year, and they're all, yeah. they're all like on the road technically. So I'm really excited for him to hopefully go on a little heater here because the fans obviously are all – they all really want to see that. And he, if he can go on a little heater, he had the home run last night. If he can start putting things together here, if all these guys can, that would be very nice to see. Hey, Vlad's, been, Vlad's been slumping this month. He only has a – Way to runs of uh, 157 compared to last month of 222. So he's in a kind of a slump here. He's still hitting like Pride Bedwin, but yeah, no. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah, Bo Bo has been on a tear recently. Like this whole team has been good. It's just been like horribly demoralizing losses. Like yeah, basically, so the, lot, yeah. That game against the Mets and then the next day against the Red Sox just, like, made me want to stop being a Blue Jays fan. Where both games they led, the first one, Alonzo hit a two-run homer to tie and then – or two-run homer to tie and get the lead, and then they never came back. And then the Red Sox game, too. It's the same thing every yeah. time. And really I do feel there. like – I feel like hand – when you, when you get Brad Hand, that slot's Dolis slower. You're not using Dolis's fucking oven. Tyler yeah. Chatwood's finally off the team because Berrios just got on. So yeah. I feel like that really – we've been improving the floor. We I still want one more big guy because I feel like that's just who you need right now. I don't know if I trust uh, Romano or Hand that much as of yet. I'm just a bit uncomfortable giving up like a bunch of stuff for a team that's four games out of the playoffs. Like if they, I just don't know, like for rentals, at least I'm not yeah. sure. And it, it is, it is betting it all on a wild card too. That's why I, at least Barrios is guaranteed to get him next year. And then who knows, you could extend him. Like he's not like you're guaranteed yeah. to at least get him past this year, but like trading for like, I obviously would, I would obviously welcome a guy like story, but 
you again like you have to be very sure you're going to go on a run and make the wild card because otherwise you're probably paying a lot of prospects for half a year a guy and then he's going to walk potentially so like that's a, that's a thing someone you got to consider when you're thinking about adding to this team because you, you're not in a position right now where you're in the playoffs and you're close that you could make it but you, you can't really leverage all your prospects because you don't know what's going to happen yeah and like uh kimbrell would have been good because he's under control for another year which like that's not a one-off and i feel like that price is going to be really that price was high and nick madrigal and uh i'm blanking on the other guy but yeah i, I feel like rentals this year isn't worth it yeah especially not for us yeah if we're in like if you're in like first place and you you know you're pretty sure you're going to be in the playoffs then you can start doing that the great the great thing about 2015 when we did all that was they literally just in like one day we're like okay we're going to address every need we have it's like okay starting pitcher yeah. boom they got they got uh ben revere because they needed a leadoff hitter too low a couple of days before and then they got like a couple of relievers it's like they just did everything in one day that's not gonna yeah. happen today but yeah and it, even comparing this to the david price trade it's Really not the same. Barrios yeah, is not David up, Price. And we didn't give up Austin Martin. We, we gave up, like, Daniel Norris and, and Boyd. Yeah. Which, I mean, at the time, we're top prospects. And, again, you're selling on two, two really unfinished raw, raw talent prospects, and you don't know what's going to happen with them. And at this point, like, I – I'd love I, I'd love to see them succeed, but I also do. We just want to see the Jays win this trade and have, <laughs> and have them not pan out. But, yeah. Blue Jays are three for seven so far in this game with runners in scoring position. First and second, two outs. Herrera hits a high long one. If it's fair, it's way gone. And it is a fair ball. Vladdy Guerrero, another first pitch home run. The only question is, did it go fair over that foul pole? It was way out of the ballpark, no doubt about it. And Guerrero circles the bases on a three-run home run. Okay, so Zoom just kind of crashed there for a second, so we're back. Uh, yeah. I'm just looking at the trade market right now. Shit's still yeah. going down. Really... Like Kyle Gibson. Yeah. Him coming to Toronto, but obviously with Barrios, that's not an option anymore. But yeah, so every, everyone's falling off the board here. Yeah. And an, another thing was like, I know this already happened and it's long gone, like Nelson Cruz to the Rays, but I really would have liked to see Cruz in a Jays uniform. That would have been no, just, just not a raise unit and any uniform but a raise uniform. Yeah. Basically. Well, I mean, thank God we're not at the trap. We're not back at the trap till like mid September. So at least that nightmare is over for a little bit. I don't I don't you have know, it in me to watch yeah. games at the trap right now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's every time. I, I think it's just I don't know if it's just a Jays thing or if it's a Rays thing, but it's every single year they just consistently cannot win there. That's the thing. When when I mentioned like how annoyed I was that the Red Sox got all and the Yankees got like, loaded up you just forget that we also have this like team that's just like always going to be good like no matter what happens the Rays will always be like in our division yeah it's so annoying <laughs> that we have these two like powerhouses the Orioles are a joke they'll always be a joke but we yeah. always have the Rays who just are going to have like th this like 
constant stream of prospects coming up and they, they spend no money and they're always going to be there. It's very yeah. frustrating. I mean, again, yeah, Wander Franco hasn't been great this year, but they're like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. We'll trade Willie Adamas, who's been a great shortstop this year. We'll just call up the number one prospect in baseball after that, and we'll get some yeah, nice like, pitchers in return. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll make moves that make no sense, but then in a month, you're like, why did the other team agree to that? Like, this yeah. every time it happens, and then, and then they'll just, like, find guys out of nowhere, and they just constantly seem like they know exactly what they're doing. But yeah, you want yeah. Like Franco has not been good, but I would not be surprised if he just completely figures it out. Probably yeah. this year against the Jays. Well, I mean, he's what? Isn't he 19? He's like 2001 yeah. or two, 2000? Yeah, no, he's 2001. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's, no, that's horrible. But yeah, like, yeah but he's, he's going to figure it out. Vladdy's a perfect example. Like, he's going to figure it out. Yeah. And it's like every year, yeah, you really, you really don't think about the Rays. And it's like, Okay, the the Yankees had an off year, but the Red Sox are good. But the Rays are also there, so you're Rays obviously not winning the division. And they're probably like, if all goes well, and say the Yankees start winning and the Jays trades work out and they start winning, we have four playoff teams in the division. That's not how it no. should work. And then you have the Central, where it's just the White Sox, and then everyone else is just not great. Like the Central and then the NL East. Like we would be yeah. the best team. Like the Mets are the best. The Mets are really not that good of a team. Like they're, they're, they're not really good players, but we would be the best team of that division. Like the, the rest of that division is a joke, but we're, we're stuck with the freaking three juggernauts ahead of us. It's, it's so unfair. Yeah. And I feel like that's every year, like early in the early two thousands, the Jays had some good teams, but it was just, you kept getting shut out by these, yeah, these juggernauts at the front of the, at the front of the division. But yeah, I feel like you also, you, also, you also can't wait on it. You just got to say, fuck it. And you have a good team this year. Yeah. Other other peripherals are looking good. You know why you've lost games because the bullpen has been terrible. Apart from that, there aren't – even the defense isn't a major flaw in this team, even though Bo can't throw a ball half the time. Yeah. But Yeah. Bo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but looking at, like – Again, the run differential thing's been beaten to the ground, but like the Jays have the sixth best run differential in baseball at 97 runs behind Tampa Bay at 103. Yankees That's are right. at Yankees are at negative six. If say the Jays were in the NL NL East, the Mets have a two plus positive two run differential. <laughs> like, what frustrates me is I feel like they're so much better than this, but like they'll always have moments where they are ready to like really climb up the standings and they have series like we go with the Red Sox where they just blow a couple games they just get destroyed in a yeah. couple games like it's just so annoying like I feel like they have so much potential and they're wasting yeah, it's, it because they don't it's, have it's been, it's good been... pitching and they just can't pull out these close games against teams they need to be like they need to they needed that series against the Red Sox a week ago but I mean with all that said there is a chance for them to sneak in here so I'm excited to see them hopefully going to run yeah, they're at home, which should help. I feel like, I mean, the few times that I was in Buffalo, it was a good turnout of Jays fans because they were playing the Orioles. But then watching them, like, play the Red Sox or the Yankees and get booed when they come up, like, that's, I feel like that's got to contribute in some sort of way, too. And I feel like that's why Ryu yeah. hasn't been great either because, like, he literally has signed, he signed in 20, 2019 and has and not, not played at the Rogers Center. <laughs> like that yeah that's gotta be so demoralizing when you're like 
you're at a technically at a home game and then the freaking Yankees and Red Sox fans are just like taking over your stadium. Like that's just demoralizing. So yeah. we're done with that. That never can, that can never happen again. I don't care. That's, yeah. that's never happening again. And now hopefully that'll give them a boost because that, that does suck. That's an underrated part of it. Because like the whole time this is happening, the coach, like all, obviously the team isn't just going to be like, oh yeah, this sucks. Like we're miserable. But it's probably like, they were probably like very annoyed by that. But they, they didn't say it obviously because they can't just like say how much their life sucks. But it definitely did did suck for them to have to deal with that on like a yeah. daily basis and it was like last year they were kind of the underdogs and that and like they ran with it but now every team has their own fans back at the stadiums everyone's playing at home yeah. and we're still this year, playing this year just sucks yeah we're playing basically in the bronx where if we face the yankees it's just all yankees fans yeah <laughs> and yeah yeah i mean look at looking at the schedule coming up we're at home till the eighth so one eight day Nine nine games at home because there's a Boston doubleheader. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Uh, we have two games against the Royals, so twelve day homestand, eleven yeah. day homestand. Yeah, but we're playing three games against the Royals, and then four against the Cleveland team, and then the Red Sox for a four game series. The Cleveland baseball team. Yeah. And the the uh, are, are they the Guardians now? <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Champions. Yeah, but yeah. This but is the, this is the stretch to make up games because these the Royals are not good. I don't care. The Royals yeah. you can't you can't lose to them. Cleveland even, can't lose to them. I don't care. Yeah, and even after the Red Sox series, you've got the Angels, who sure have Otani, but apart from that, I think they're sellers at the deadline right now. Then you have the Mariners, yeah. who are ahead of you in the standings, who are in the, ahead of you in the wild card race, but are really not a good team. And I don't know how they've hung on this long. You got the Nats, who are also selling. Then you've got a three-game series against the Tigers, White Sox, then Tigers, Orioles. Like, if there's any time to make it up, it's yeah, this, this month. Time. This when you've got when you've got a solid stretch of Tigers and Orioles games, because then you look at September and that it's not fun. It's yeah. A's, A's yeah. who you're in a division, who you're in a wild card race with, Yankees. You get some Orioles games in there, but then it's the Rays, Rays at home. Yeah. We all, uh, just quick intermission because on on Twitter, Bob Nightingale uh, fell <laughs> fell for a fake account and tweeted that um, Chris Bryant was going to the Yankees. <laughs> it's not true. So then Jeff Basson tweeted in all caps. I did not say I, what people are saying. It's a fake account because Bob Nightingale, who's an who's an actual reporter, tweeted that Chris Bryant was going to the Yankees. Even yeah, though there's been literally. I don't know. I don't know how Bob Nightingale is still credible. Like I genuinely don't understand. It's just incredible. Was it was it was it Bob Nightingale the one who tweeted that the Jays got Brantley, or was that that was the worst? That was Ken Rosendahl. I'll never forgive him for that. I woke up and he's like, he said it was like done deal. Like the the deal's already in like two years. I'm like, oh, sick. And then he says, actually, it's not done. I'm like, why would why would you say it was done, Ken? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Night Nightingale is just getting ratioed in some uh, tweets. <laughs> Here comes the Yankees again in a blockbuster. This time for the Cubs. Chris Bryant per Jeff Passan, and then Jeff Passan just says like "fuck off." Like <laughs> we had a fake Jeff Passan account. Oh my God. Yeah. That's. I, I mean, Passan's the one. Like I swear, like one of the only credible ones that like hasn't really yeah, fucked up. I don't believe shit yet. until I don't believe shit until he says it. Like today. Yeah. With Barrios, I'm like, I'm not believing anything until he actually says it. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's yeah, 40 45 minutes. 
uh, till the end of the deadline, and the Jays still have not made any more moves, which, yeah, honestly, now that I think about it, the state of the pitching market, I don't feel comfortable getting up more prospects at this point. Yeah, no, don't do anything. We don't. This team also is not good enough as it is to just give up like a, a bunch of more prospects. Like I'm, I'm yeah. fine getting a maybe a reliever or something, but I'm not ponying up any of our, our top 100 guys personally. Yeah. Also. I don't know if this is happening now or like how they get in 2016 where you can always bolster the bullpen with some like underrated waiver claims. I don't know who's on the MLB waivers right now, but the way they did that in 2016 with Benoit and Grilly, that was like that, that was a deadline and someone that saw like made the bullpen solid. I feel like quietly this bullpen's gotten better. Like Simber has been, Simber, Sim- Richards. Yeah. Simber has been good. Richards did blow that game. I still have faith yeah. in him, though. If yeah, Romano if, if Romano can turn it around, Barucki's back. If Barucki can get fully, like, back to his normal Barucki, self. Barucki's not good. Barucki completely blew that game against the Mets. Okay. But he, he's, been, he's been good before. He also wasn't throwing hard that game. Like, when Barucki's throwing 97, that's, that's when he's that's good. That's a problem, though. That's a problem. He's <laughs> yeah. not throwing hard. Well, he did just come off the injured list, but yeah, I, I like I like the guy. I hope I hope he's good. I just think you gotta stop fucking blowing games. Yeah. Also, I think I haven't seen Mesa in a while, but Mesa has been very good for the like the past good long while. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Mesa's that like Brett Cecil comparison you can make to 2015, where like he was bad and then he had a very good like other half. Because, like, ignoring that period of time where he was just blowing games, like, left and right and couldn't throw a strike and get up, like, five runs a game, he has a ERA under four this year with a 1.1 whip. It's – he has made a recovery. I feel like Mays is good. Romano's good. If Barucki can get back on track, he's good. Simber – Simber's a very solid guy, and so is Hand. Yeah. People forget they, there was like a stretch of games where like it was against the Red Sox. We had like two series within two weeks and we literally, literally blew like three games because they just refused to put anyone but Dolise in. Yeah. We blew all the games. And like think about it, if we win those games, like the, the standings are so much different. Like Montoya was like, no, we're just going to keep putting this guy who continues to fail against this team in this exact yeah. same environment. And we just blew every game because we just kept R- doing it. Like just... Raphael, the human rain delay Dolise. I can take in two minutes to throw each pitch. I, I don't know why he still has a job. He really has not been good at all. Same thing, like, well, Chat Chatwood finally got DFA'd. I remember there was like a stretch, there was a stretch at the start of the season where everyone was like, oh my God, what did they do with Tyler Chatwood? They found like a diamond in the rough here. He's been so good. And then he just was unable to throw strikes for like two months. <laughs> yeah. Seems like a problem. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like for now that's good. Yeah. There hasn't been yeah, there haven't been any new trades except for the Bob Nightingale tweet. Yeah. So we'll try to record another one sometime soon. We don't really have a schedule right now, so it'll just happen when it happens. Yeah. But all right, that's it. Have a good one. And you say Shaw City, Shaw City.
Shy City. I'm coming home again. Do you think about me now and then? Yeah. Do you think about me now and then? Cause I'm coming home again. I met this girl when I was three years old. And what I love most, she had so much soul. She said, Excuse me, little homie, I know you don't know me, but my name is Wendy and I like to blow trees. And from that point, I never blow her off. Niggas come from out of town, I like to show her off. They like to act tough, she like to tone them off And make them straighten up their hat cause she know they soft And when I grew up she showed me how to go downtown And at night time her face lit up so astounding I told her and my heart is where she always be She never mess with entertainers cause they always leave She said it felt like they walked and drove on me Knew I was gang affiliated, got on TV and told on me I guess it's why last winter she got so cold on me She said yeah, keep making that, keep making that platinum and gold for me Do you think about me now? Do you think 